The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. This week's episode of PSVG Prime is brought to you by those amazing Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash PSVG, especially Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Barboni, Chris M, Devin Tyus, Paul Calico, Kyle Heyman, Benny Lou, and Joe Voss, a.k.a. Professor Switch. A big thank you to all of our patrons, of course. Each month you get the exclusive episodes of PSVG DLC, Arcadia Academia, Kevin Hates Everything, Now Bored With Everything, as well as being entered into our monthly giveaways. Current grab bag includes $20 to Apex Legends, which can help you get started on the Season 3 Battle Pass or, actually, and the new character that came out. So that'll get you started for Season 3. Uh, $20 to the eShop of your choosing. And yes, everyone, I did convince Donnie to take out NBA 2K Playground Super Switch. It's gone. It's gone. So no worries there. But you do still have the PSVG polos in there. The new PSVG hat is in there. And Donnie will be adding something else later for October. But now... Since this is the first episode in October, we have to announce this month's giveaway. So, Lucas, hit the flux to pose randomizer, and let's see what name that spits out. All right. Uh, okay. Okay, we have Mr. Garrett Bland. You are the winner for this month, so please reach out to Donnie, or knowing Donnie, he'll just reach out to your Discord and find out what the heck you want. What you want. So tell him what you want, what you really, really want, and he'll... Zigaziga, I don't know. He'll do something. He'll mail it to you. That's what he'll do. So if you want to get in on all the action and help support us over here at the PSVG Podcast Network, head over to patreon.com slash PSVG. But now, on to this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of PSVG Prime, the flagship show of the PSVG Podcast Network. It is I, your host, Kevin. And with me, as always, is the queen to my Fe- Freddie Mercury, Mr. Lucas Rose. I get to be three. Hey, 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 don't stop me now, because I'm having a good time. Having a good time. What an enjoyable tune. I was going to say, I get to be three guys. I mean... Freddie Mercury is really the only one that matters, right? Can you even name the others? Steve, John. There's always like it's always like two normal names and then some really weird one. Ringo? Yeah, exactly. Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Proving my point. That song was stuck in my head. I, I introduced my two older kids to Shaun of the Dead last night. So they have that scene yes. where they, I mean, they do it to the beat of the song. Like, oh, yes. So I think that's okay. the first time I ever heard that song, actually. Really? Yeah. Wow. Or and at least had it, you know, enter my brain and realize what I'm listening to as opposed oh, to sure. maybe I heard it somewhere else and was like, what is that? And then never did any more digging into it. So, yeah, yeah pretty crazy, huh? It's good stuff. Good stuff. How you feeling? It's good stuff. I'm okay. I've been like fighting off a cold. I feel like so. I'm always like for the last week or week and a half, I've been at ninety percent. You know. Have mm-hmm. a little bit of sinus stuff going on. I'm just waiting for the other foot to fall. Usually I just get sick within six or eight hours. Just a decline of health. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just been in this weird stasis where I just, ugh, you know. So hopefully it goes away soon. 
and yeah. I can just feel myself again. Feel like myself. Well, I'll say you feel yourself all the time. That's I mean, I mean yeah, we all know that. Well, yeah, duh. How about um, you? How about you? I worry about you. You know, I'm that. doing right. I'm doing right. I too am, am battling a cold. Um, so that's that's fun. But it's it's New England, so we get to these days where we wake up in the morning and it's like 35 degrees out, and then by noontime it's 71, so our bodies can't yeah. calibrate properly. So everybody's just getting sick. Um, but I'm I'm holding it off. The little one has it the worst right now, but still just a cold, no fevers, no nothing like that. So it's, we can deal with it. It just it gets you down, it gets you down. You don't feel like doing much. You get lazy. Exactly. Lazier, exactly. lazier. It's you know. that time of the year. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's gonna start getting cold. All right, well, here, have some misery. Yeah, yeah. And then it's still like, it's still warm enough where the lawn is still growing. So I still need to go out and do lawn stuff. But it's <laughs> yeah. like it's stupid. Yeah, stupid. it is dumb. It's like why I'm, being outside in the heat and having a cold is the worst feeling ever. Mm-hmm. Well, one mm-hmm. of them. Well, that's true. I'm sure there are things worse than that. Um, but you know, it's not worse than that. Talking about video games. That's true. We should do that. Let's talk. Let's about do it. Doing. Let's do Let's it. Do is it. that why we're here? I think so. Okay. I think that's why people I pay ha- us. I still haven't figured out why why we're here, but I say we start with this and we'll go from there. I mean, Donnie keeps putting us all out, and we're the first show of the week. So I mean, I don't know. He, it's his fault. So if you this if is, you guys don't know what we're doing here and you don't really just tell Donnie, we'll just we'll go away. This is it's the fine. perfect Monday show. You just kind of meander into whatever. It's, it's just kind of blah. Monday's blah. My podcast is blah. Perfect. Yeah, you wake you wake up like what the hell happened this weekend? Oh, I gotta go to work. Oh, I gotta listen to these guys. It's it's perfect. It all I like it. Yeah. I like it. Well, someone's got a case of the Mondays. Um, why don't you go first, buddy? Okay, sure. Uh, I'm having a bit of a of a mech inspired week last Ooh, week, or I was. Yeah. So um, humble bundle, the early, you know, my my favorite, my first love, had um. A game that I had been looking at, looking to buy, so I kept it around, and uh, it was the early unlock, and that was BattleTech. I had been looking forward to this game because I I always remember playing MechWarrior, like the MechWarrior mm-hmm. series. My friend really loved it, and I always remembered uh, stacking up your mechs with different weapons and ridiculous loadouts and everything. Yep. But you know, slow plotting mechs that are like walking tanks none of this anime stuff where they're they're super fast and basically gundams yeah yeah gundams exactly um and so i load up BattleTech, and uh, i don't really know what to expect i didn't even know what kind of game it was to be honest with you uh turns out it's a strategy game um turn-based sort of sort of ordeal and uh i really enjoyed it kind of you set up your story your your history of your character and uh, it plops you in this little story where you're kind of take charge of this mercenary group of of uh tank or whatever tech uh battle tech pilots what do they call them they call them something specific i don't remember max tiger shark half pennies yes exactly rgbs and uh i was really getting into it and i played about three three missions and on the third mission uh my computer crashed and i was like are you serious Mm. What what in the world? So I load it back up because, of course, it didn't save during the mission. So I had to go oh. redo everything. And, you know, when that happens, you're just like, OK, I'm going to put this on the back burner for a little while. So I come back to it, crashes at the exact same spot again. So now I'm wondering, is this a game bug? Did I do like did I meet certain criteria very specific to my case where it's always going to crash on turn whatever in this mission? So. Now I'm left trying to figure out what do I do? Do I start a new game? Do I try to do something different and 
you know, set those parameters differently to see if it changes? Can I skip the mission somehow? What do I do? So I was really bummed. I've, I've been enjoying it. It's really cool. You know, it is turn-based, but you can like select which weapons shoot, which targets and, and all this stuff. And it's very, um, I think it's based off from the tabletop battle tech, or at least it feels like it because there's things like when your when your mech moves, it gains evasion points. And oh, yeah, so it, it can, sound like that. yeah, so you can like stack them up so that they're harder to hit. The more you, the more turns you spend maneuvering your mech, um, you can do jump jets and kind of, uh, instead of moving land base, you can jump over different obstacles and land behind enemies and stuff like that. So I don't know, it's been really cool and it's not your typical strategy game where you're the ones I'm used to anyway, where you're setting up overwatch like uh, Mario, uh, Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, you know that type of thing where you're setting up Overwatch and kind of setting off a chain of events. This seems a little bit more wargamey, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I've been having fun with it. I'm just frustrated because I don't know what to what to do from here, and I've looked it up to see if anybody else had issues, and there are other bugs, but I can't find this specific, specific one. one. For this escort mission. And of course, it's an escort mission. Everyone's favorite. Uh, oh, yeah. It was the best ones. <laughs> so, it's yeah, made by the same I, folks bumped. who did Shadowrun. I wasn't aware of that. Shadowrun Returns developers did this. Yep. Yep. They did. Hmm. Which is also weird because it is, like I said, turn based, but Shadowrun yeah. is more of that setting up Overwatch and leveling up your characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of leveling up here as well. And it unlocks different uh, abilities, like the ability to target multiple people or use some. Um, um, other defensive abilities and stuff like that. And you can kind of specialize them more towards piloting or gunnery or tactics, that type of thing. So there's some real depth here. I just am kind of wanting to explore it, but you only get three missions in. That's not much to really, really do. Um, no. There is a story, though, too, actually. And I do appreciate that. It's it's fairly light, but it sets up kind of a space opera type uh, War of Kingdoms type deal. So um, I'll be interested to see if I can fix it or figure out what to do. I'm hoping maybe if I just start a new game, it'll work itself out, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, the other mech game that I had been playing, mm. I th- I think some people might be interested in, th- in this because this one was very divisive when the demo came out and yep. people would play it, and that's Damon X Machina. And... I didn't really have any thoughts towards it. I played the demo. It didn't put me off, but it didn't really like make me want to run out and buy it either. I know you said you weren't really all that interested in it. It was too no. slow for you, you said, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, And so I knew what I knew from the demo. But other than that, I just kind of had uh, put it on hold at the library. And I picked it up. It came in right away. So that must be not too many people ordered, you know, put this on hold. And uh, I picked it up, and I've played probably 10 or 11 missions in the game. Uh, I made my beautiful character, who has since changed, but it has a character creator, and it is anime-inspired, clearly, because, I mean, it's totally anime, max anime people. Yeah, Yeah, uh, it's very anime. Um, So I made a ridiculous character with mismatched eyes, because you have to. I, I basically went as anime as possible. Green hair. Um, yeah, the whole works. So, uh, what I liked about the demo and everything was the ability to customize your mech. 
I probably spent more time customizing my Mac paint scheme loadout and all that than actually playing the game. And uh, there is a little bit of a story going on, but it's very there's a lot of different groups and they're all fighting for territory. And then there's people in the missions where you have these little cutscenes that are from these groups. And I don't really care about any of them because they're all just anime trope. Number one, anime trope. Number two, you know, like <laughs> I'm cool guy and I'm oh, the guy. You, you I'm, can beat me. I'm yeah. the best around. I'm lone wolf guy and I'm the, you know, green faced guy who's probably going to end up getting killed or something. I don't know. It's just very anime ish. And uh, so that I didn't really care too much about, but here's the thing. Here's what I noticed only having played 10 or 11 missions. It doesn't really matter. The missions are like three minutes long, at least so far. They are very quick. You can quickly jump in, do a mission and be done, which is probably really good for people who are on the go. I don't know about the late game, uh, but the only issue is it's very repetitive and it's not too much of an issue because it's very easy to cycle through missions really quickly. Um, but basically all it really amounts to is you take your mech, you go out there and you shoot whatever they call them AI. The enemy is AI. There's some sort of um, unpiloted mechanical things that have started taking over the world. I don't know. Comet, an asteroid hit the Earth, or half of the moon fell on the the Earth. I don't know. I don't know what exactly happened, but just half basically, the moon. half the moon, yeah, fell just off. half the moon fell off. You know how that happens sometimes. And so, um, you're you're fighting these uh, AI or whatever, and there's different enemy types. There's vehicles. There are pilots uh, to some of the mechs because they're they're not this AI. They're from these other factions or whatever. And mm-hmm. you do fight them sometimes, but whatever. They're all they all look like robots to me. Do you have to take <laughs> them for tea and get them to join your team? No, no, you no. don't. And that is no why tea. I like this game. <laughs> I am. I will say I am having more fun with this game than Fire oh. Emblem because oh. even though even though there are these cutscenes that you have to kind of sit through and they are just as anime as they are in Fire Emblem. I there's no busy work. There's nothing there's nothing that's really interrupting the flow. It's got a very nice cycle and I don't have to do, you know, an hour of wandering around a monastery wondering where I'm supposed to find uh my general's glasses or what, or whatever is posted on that notice board for the day. Um now the only real problem like coming from BattleTech is I, I like to be able to customize my squad and in here you're only customizing your one single mech. Right. So there re- isn't as much strategy. It really is just come in, shoot everything that you can um, or, you know, figure out what weapons work for you and then go and then have at it. So there's no real depth to it whatsoever. As far as I've seen, I will continue to play it. I will see if there's any more to the game, but if it continues the way that it is right now, I don't think I'll finish it. Because as much as as easy as it is to just jump into missions like that, it's just so repetitive. Yeah, if you're not having fun, what's the point? Yeah, yeah I don't know. There, there's something there's something um, gratifying about just uh, killing a bunch of enemies really easily and quickly. But other than that, it isn't really fulfilling too much for me, um, especially from a story perspective. It's there, but easily skipped. Not really a big deal. The last thing I played, and I actually finished, oh was Wolfenstein 2. And uh, I really wanted to finish this game. I played a little bit of it. 
uh, on stream. And then I kind of felt like maybe I should play the rest of it on stream. And that kind of kept me from playing it. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I, I didn't start it on the stream. I can just finish it. It's fine. Yeah. I don't have to. Um, I really liked this game. It's so good. Such a good game. It's like Wolfenstein, the first one, what, the New Order? Is that what it's called? Or is that uh, the... Um, yeah, New Order, then Old Blood was the prequel, and then yeah. Wolfenstein 2. Yep. The New Colossus, that's yep. two. Okay, so that one was kind of like a, a nice return to the series, I guess. Almost a return to Wolfenstein, if you will. Um, but it didn't do anything too crazy, right? It's kind of what you right. expected, but updated. Wolfenstein 2, I feel like the storytelling was brought up a notch and the things that you have to do in the game were brought up a notch as far as like you're not just wandering around a castle you're going on airships and then you're somewhere in the united states for a little bit and then you're underground and then you go into this um this area 51 type place uh i really enjoyed it the narrative was was surprisingly good like there yeah. was some stuff you learn about his backstory a little bit and i don't know it's, you don't get a lot of that and first person games well i mean you do now to a certain extent but something like this where you're shooting nazis you're just like wow oh okay cool i have motivation i have reasons um i will say the ending was a little bit interesting um one it was very simple there was supposed to be this this fight on top of the tower that you climb or whatever it is you're climbing this structure i can't remember what exactly it is but uh, you get up there and there's this these two really big mech things, but they put these guns on um, gun emplacements. They they almost look like machine gun emplacement yep. things. Yep. But if you you can unmount those guns and use them, but if you mount them back, they regain ammo. Mm-hmm. So I just kept unmounting them and mounting them again, and I felt <laughs> yeah. like I was cheesing. Like, yeah. oh, this isn't that difficult. I mean, I got through that fight super easy. Um. But yeah, the ending was a little bit – it was satisfying, but it kind of felt rushed. Like they got in, they got out, and they were done, which yeah. the rest of the game was not like that at all. So uh, that was kind of weird, but I was ready to be done with the game anyways. So it was one of those things where I enjoyed it, but I needed to move on. So I kind of was like, all right, let's get in here. I've almost beat the game. I, I know I'm close to the end, so let's just get in there and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so – yeah, I mean, it was a nice surprise, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say it was one of my favorites or anything. It was just really well done. It was really well done. I'd recommend it to anybody who hasn't played it, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it didn't blow my. It didn't blow me away. It was just better than I expected, I guess. Sure. Yeah, I, th- I think that's kind of how it, it, it's, everybody took that game. Was I had a lot of fun with it, but you're right. Like, is it a great game? Is it a triple A? Is it 9 out of 10? No. But it was fun enough that you're like, I like this. I could do more of this. Like, it's satisfying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's nice that these there are these little narratives and you can come back to it whenever you feel like. But yeah. it just doesn't do enough to change the formula as you play. Like, right. I just kept I just kept using the rifle the whole time. That was my oh, yeah, favorite yeah. weapon. And anytime I ran out of ammo. So I don't know. There just never really was really any reasons for me to switch weapons or mm-hmm. nothing really felt new by the end of it. I was just kind of getting through it to get through it. So but you do get to ride one of those dogs at one point, And that was yeah, really cool with the flamethrower breath. Yep. Yeah, that was that was fun. So, was yeah, very fun. cinematic, very uh, narrative driven, which I appreciated appreciated. But. Uh, yeah, didn't do enough towards the end of the game. And th- I really do feel like trying to find my way around that sub. I still don't know where I'm going half the no. time. That yep. submarine was awful. 
it really killed the pace of the game. It was nice yeah. to have that breather in between, but goodness gracious. Fergus, yeah. I don't want to have to find your arm ever again, okay? That was awful. Stop Spoilers. it. Spoilers. Spoilers for Fergus's <laughs> arm. <laughs> Hashtag Fergus's arm. Okay. Fair, fair enough. That's it. Um, okay. All right. Uh, I have a couple things. Nothing nothing too earth-shattering here. Uh, as, as we said at the top of the show, uh, Apex Season 3 is out. So that got me to dive back in after taking a break for a couple weeks as, they, as I did everything. <laughs> did they add a character? Is that what I'm yes. seeing? Yeah, okay. every season they add a character. So this season adds Crypto, who's been teased for a while as the person who kind of hacked the system and took down the big uh, dome, if you will, in season one, which allowed those giant uh, dinosaur-like things to enter the map in season two. Ah, so now so season this three has a story, too. It does. It's it's hard to find because it's all it's all based like they do a lot of these animation stuff now outside of the game. Like it's going like YouTube and thing. you find backstory. Yeah. But they're done really well, kind of like Overwatch does. Um, but season three they kind of threw it out the window. So this character's in. He's a hacker. Uh, he has a little drone that he can throw out, and actually, when you throw him out, you take the perspective of the drone. You can kind of cruise around the map within a certain distance, so you can actually look and find your opponents and where they are, and you can tag them on the map so your teammates can go and rush them. I did that. I cool. would just get killed while I'm doing that. It, that's that's the risk of it. You're <laughs> you're completely vulnerable unless you're hiding somewhere where they can't see you because you can't see your character while you're using the drone. You have to back out of the drone oh, in order to take control again. Yeah. The other cool thing though is you can do an EMP blast, which will make like every enemy in the vicinity kind of freeze and will move really slow for like 30 seconds. So if you get a group of enemies, you EMP charge, your teammates rush in, you can wipe them all out pretty easily. So it can be used. I'm not good with him. I still need to figure him out as any new character is. Um, but he's cool looking. Does, you know, he, the, does he have his own currency? Crypto currency, if you will? I see what you did there. You see what? I see what you, I see what you did there. Got a little joke. <laughs> joke jokey McJoke face. Jokey McJoke um, face. That's me. <laughs> yeah. But the other cool thing that they did do is instead of like um how like Fortnite does where they just kind of tweak the map a little bit every season and they make like little changes, they actually threw out the whole first map and it's a whole new map this time. Oh, wow. Uh, so th- there's like a whole section of the landscape where it's like lava. Then you have like a, like a wetlands area. You have an ice area. There's actually a train that travels around the map that you could hop on. And just cruise through a lot quicker, which makes for a lot of fun um, gunplay if you're on the train and somebody else jumps on the train too. And it's like, Ooh, like yeah. a Wild West like shootout thing on top of the train cars. So it, it's pretty fun. It definitely gave it a, a much needed um, jolt because I was getting a little tired. As much as I enjoyed the game, I was getting a little bit tired. Like you always knew like, okay, I'm going to land here because I like landing here. Like now it's a new map. So you're like, well, I haven't seen this whole map yet. So I don't know where to go yet. Like, And they put these interesting... Um, funneling in points if you will like the map is designed to take a lot more deliberate to drive people into a certain area together and they kind mm-hmm. of bottleneck them to cause people to have to not run and hide the whole time you're going to be forced to confront somebody the way the map is is structured this time which is pretty cool because before if it's too wide open and you know the circle closes you can just run anywhere well now the circle closes you have to look and say okay well the mountain's here in the way i can't go up the mountain so i gotta go around it so i have enough time to get there before the circle closes so it forces these encounters you may not be expecting um but it's pretty fun, and I have a story about some other things that are being teased and rumored uh, later in the show. Um, the other thing is I got a package in the mail that I wasn't expecting from uh, Mr. Donnie Reese, and it was No More Heroes, Travis Strikes Again for the Nintendo Switch. So he oh. got a, he got it at the at the buys of the best of the buys, the simply best buys you can find, and <laughs> he shipped it my way. And he's talked ad nauseum about this game, so I'm not going to get too much into 
what it is per se. But I will say uh, I echo his sentiments and this game is really fun. Like really fun. I think you would enjoy this one. So I would check your library if you can get this one. I suggest you do, Lucas, because the humor is great. Yeah. It's very uh, fluxaposed in nature. A lot of 80s, a lot of synth, um, a lot of dirty jokes, which is surprising for a Switch exclusive. You know, this is the game where where when you go to save, you're taking a dump on the toilet. and That's how you save the game. That's the best way to say I save my game a lot then. (laughs) I mean, they always say you can play the the Switch on the toilet as well as commercials, right? Was the German commercials they had with (laughs) it? Yes. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it's very lewd. It's it's a uh, it's a hack and slash type game, top down perspective. So it's not like the other no more person base, but um, basically Travis gets sucked into a killer video game console. But because he's the baddest of asses, he insists that he could beat the game, even though his life is at risk. So he just goes on tackling this uh, this game console and in different um, every level is structured after a different style of game. Uh, so that it feels different every level you go into there's different mechanics and different things tweaked about it but it's a lot of fun um i think you'd enjoy it it, it might be i think i'm like three or four missions in um i could see it possibly getting a little repetitive after, after some time um but it is fun the one thing i don't like though so backpedal a little bit so the game level is a different game in it in between those you have to find other cartridges for this console do it in form of like a choose your own adventure where it's all text-based and it's going here and talking to this person you got to convince people to, to somehow you get the cartridge dude after the first one it was like 15 20 minutes of text so that part was a little annoying Ooh. if i have to do that in between every single one i'm gonna be a little annoyed yeah. but i'm not sure if that's the case yet because that was just like rough it there was no there's no cinematics in between it there was there was it was literally like it would put it up. It was a black and green screen, and the text was all green, kind of like um the um Fallout, Metal, like the f- Metal Gear Solid almost. Oh, okay. Like yeah, like yeah. The, like the messages on the bottom, and so it runs a lot like that, and it just it's like that part sucks. So I hope it's not continuously going on throughout the game in between each level because it will be horrible. Um, but overall, I like the game. I think it's so far. I'll give you more updates to let you know. But if you can put this reserve list do it because I think, I think you'll have fun with it at least too i don't i thought for some reason it was i thought for some reason i thought it was a um digital only game or something nope, so nope, yeah i'll have cool. to i'll have to check it and see if i, I think I'm what sure they it did is. was um no it was cool because you could buy the digital cheaper but let's go came with the season pass for like ten dollars more that's what it was oh that's there was cool. a thing with that like you couldn't buy the physical without getting the season pass but you could buy the digital without the season pass 15 bucks but wow. I think Donnie got it for like 24 or 20 bucks for the whole thing, so totally worth it. Um, last game here, I don't know what possessed me to do it. I don't know what got to me. I think it was on Discord. I went to Destiny 2. And this surprises me. This surprises me quite a bit, actually. Yeah, I don't know what, what it was. I think it was like the whole hype of it being cross-play, of it being free to start. Because I have it on PS4, but, I mean, we talked about a lot now. Most of my time is spent on the Xbox One uh, because of Game Pass and things like that. Well, I was like, well, now I can just download on my Xbox, get those achievements. They all say, like, oh, well, there's new, you know, there's new sections they're giving away for free in Destiny 2. Your character carries over. But in my head, I'm like, it's been so long. I don't want the same character. I'd rather just start over and, and play yeah. again. The thing that shocked me the most was booting up this game, picking my character, and I did the first intro mission. And I'm like, this doesn't seem familiar at all. They change this game so much, and we knock, we make fun of this game. Like everyone in the Discord makes fun of Dev for playing it all the time too. They changed this entire game. Like they removed the intro to the game. They changed the entire story of the game. 
They threw out the whole opening mission. Like, everything is different. I'm like, I was really confused for the longest time. And I asked them, they said, oh, yeah, no, you could still play that mission, but it's later. So the story actually makes more sense now. I'm like, oh, well, what about this world? He's like, nope, they got rid of that world altogether. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that was dumb anyway, so I'm fine with that. Like, it just, they really have done so much to change this game. It's insane. And now I so, guess it makes sense to me as to why they're three years in and they're still making, you know, expansions and changes. Would it? Would you say it's uh, easier for newcomers to come in and understand what's going on right off the get-go? No, because it's very much like an MMO where you play like your intro mission and then you're dropped on the planet and here's these 20 different people you can talk to and get missions on. So it's it's literally almost like playing like World of Warcraft. Because you can kind of go in whatever direction you want and tackle things in whatever order you want. Now, it's more open, but there's oh. more to do. So okay. it doesn't feel as – I don't want to say it's a bad thing because to me it's a little bit better because I can kind of go wherever I want. And the original game is like, no, you have to do this story mission here and do these five things before you can get to this. It's just like, well, once you hit this experience level, this whole planet's open and you can do all the missions over there. So it almost seems more natural as a story mechanic to say like, well, what's stopping me from going to this planet? Well, there's no, nothing stopping me until I find it. Oh, I found the planet. I can go here. Like okay. it made a little more sense as opposed to just doing these random missions. So I don't hate it, but I do think they never played destiny before. It can be really overwhelming. I think until you figure out what's going on and what all the different things in the map are like the raids and the, the quests that pop up and the public yeah. events and all the stuff is kind of going on at the same time. So yeah. it's still all that. I was going to say, cause I've, I played it when I, when I eventually did get it and it was just confusing because I didn't know really what was going on. I never played Destiny 1. And so I'd be curious to go back and play it again. I have felt like I wanted to because the, the shooting mechanics and everything are great. So good. It yeah, feels really good. Are. So Yeah. But you're right. I it mean, is that, confusing. <laughs> yeah. They got rid of the whole farm. So if you remember that, the whole farm on, on the Earth planet, that's gone. Like you, you start oh. the game up and you go, right to, you go right to the tower. Like that part's already there. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, okay. this seems really weird. So. It's very, very different. Um, so I'm not really sure what happens with the main characters. I know, like, the whole point, you had to save everybody to get them onto the tower. Well, everyone's just there. So I'm like, okay, well, what happens then? Huh. How do they then go away? Or is there any cost? So I don't I don't know. I haven't played enough. I've kind of been just toying around and then dropping and doing missions here and there. Not really taking it super serious. But it's a good time waster, and it's a good thing for me. Being, like, Apex breaks. If I'm getting frustrated, I can boot up Destiny and play that for a little bit. Um, load times still suck. But I think it's kind of just expected with the way that game operates. But yeah, being an MMO. But, yeah. All right, that's that's it for me. So we'll we'll give more updates as the weeks go on. But uh, you guys sent us a ton of messages this week, so we're gonna dive right into them. So let's check out the messages. Message for you, sir. First one comes from Josh Braboni. He says, "I have a question." What's wrong with me? And I'm just going to leave that one right to Lucas because this is an ongoing thing. So I feel like I, I shouldn't even say anything. Here. I mean, I think uh, a better question would be what's not wrong with you. You know what I mean? Like, where do I even start, man? Uh, you know what, Josh? There's nothing wrong with you, man. You're 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 a great guy. What could, why, why do you think something's wrong with you? Let's start there. You you hit me up in the, the PMs, the DMs. And you uh, you tell me what you think's wrong with you and uh, I'll charge you fifty dollars an hour and excuse me, half hour. Uh, and we'll talk about things. Tell me about your relationship with your mother. <laughs> that, type, <laughs> okay. that type of thing. Is she hot? 
<laughs> she's single? Exactly. Is she ready to mingle? Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. We'll, we'll go to the other fun one here. Uh, Coach Hulk tweeted a Madden 20 cementing itself as the best game this generation. Ooh. What Would you say that there's a game not called Madden 19 even close to being second? What do you think, Kevin? I think the NBA 2K Playgrounds 2 is a close second to Madden 20. Wow. Wow. Strong, strong feelings. You know, I actually agree with him. I think it's the best game that has the number 20 in it that I have ever, ever seen. I have yet to play it, but boy, do I wish I could. That's I will true. say this, though. I will say this, though. At least they brought Madden to the PC. If they could do that with NHL, then I would be happy. I would be a happy boy. So that would it's be a close second. No, no. It hasn't been since 2004 or something oh, like that. Maybe 2002. Yeah, it's bad. Maybe a little bit later than that. But I know it's not like it's been a while. And who, I mean, why, why, why? Yeah, like if you have Madden, why wouldn't you have NHL? They have, like they have Madden, they have FIFA, FIFAs, uh, they have uh, basketball. NBA, yeah. It's ridiculous. That's dumb. That's dumb. Isn't it weird how Madden is the only sports title that we still call it after <laughs> someone's name? Right. You know, nothing else. Nothing else is FIFA. It's NBA 2K, whatever. It's MLB <laughs> the show. And then Madden. Yeah. If you don't know John Madden, like imagine young kids nowadays. Like, why is this called Madden? Well, this used yeah, to be his old this guy. guy. He used to talk a bunch of gibberish <laughs> during football games. Like, well, you see here, the point is to score more points for your opponent. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, John. Tough acting to acting. What the defense is trying to do is prevent the offense from scoring points. Yeah, we get that. Thanks. <laughs> This is football. Okay. We... Cosby. We both kind of did that. We went that way. Well, <laughs> I don't the... know. Going in with the defense. <laughs> that needs to happen. Somebody needs to mod Madden with Cosby uh, as a Cosby commentator. 2020. Cosby 2020. Cosby Tater. The, the second best game this generation would be Cosby 2020. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, all right, so let's get to the serious questions here. Not that okay. Coach wasn't serious. He was very serious about it being the best game this generation. And he got a serious answer. Sure. <laughs> so <laughs> Haley asks, uh, I have a question. If you could have one exclusive from another ecosystem on your platform of choice, <laughs> what would it be? I already know my plat- uh, platform of choice. That, there's no question about that. I know. That, that's what my problem is. I have them all except for a PC that could play most games. And then I'm like, is there anything on the PC that I really want to play elsewhere? <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Um, for me, I think it would probably be the last of us on PC. Oh, that would be great. I know it won't Which happen. But... You could. PS now you could do it. Yes. I actually did PS now. And part of the issue is, I don't know if that game in particular required it, but some of the other games I wanted to play like uh, until dawn, I think, right? That's the horror yeah. one. Yeah. Required definitely. the uh, DualShock controller with the touchpad. Like, you still had to have it. Oh, or else you couldn't play yeah, the game. because there were certain. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'm trying oh. to think. It's been so long since I played the last. Sure. I don't yeah. know if you need that on that or not. Uh, 
that was a technically a PS3 game at the time, right? Yes, yes, PS3 originally. So you wouldn't need it for that perspective. But I don't know what they did with four. Uh, no, with, with the PS4 when they did the remaster, I don't know if they added any functionality yeah. and played on the PlayStation. And I would assume the remaster could be announced on the PC. A, 4K textures optional, but day one download, obviously. Um, you know all those little remastered things that they do to make the game like a hundred gigs. But mm. yeah, I would. I think that would be great for me specifically. <laughs> Probably not great just, for Sony, but <laughs> just me. Just um, me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think of like a PC game that hasn't come to console. It always like, hey, I really want to play this, but they kind of all eventually make their way. They may not be announced as that, but they always kind of end up making their way over with something really good. Um, I, I wouldn't mind doing something like, ironically enough, we talked about earlier, like a Shadow Run on console. Like Ooh. being able to just sit on the couch and play that versus, which I know you could do it with the computer. I know people are going to be like, well, okay, would you go do it? But that requires effort, and we talked about that before. We don't have effort anymore. Like, I don't want to try. I don't want to just be able to do things. <laughs> you think it um, would come to, like, the Switch with... Because that has a touch screen right, that, like, never right. gets utilized for anything. No, not at all. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have... My problem is I have the PS4, I have the Xbox, I have the Switch. So, yeah, sorry, Haley. I don't really have a, a great answer. I mean, there's games from the past I'd love to see hit modern consoles. So if you want to talk something like that, like a... A fall in New Vegas, I would love to play that again and have it like upresed a little bit, which I know I can I can do the Xbox 360 backwards compat, but it's still gonna have the uh, the jank. But if I was able to remaster something like that, I would definitely be down for something like that. So that's probably as I can give you'll, you. You'll be able to answer this question in like two years when you're only playing Xbox games. <laughs> yes. Yep. You know what? Yeah, that's what's gonna happen because if I don't make the, the Sony jump on the next gen, I'm gonna be missing out on some stuff for sure. Yep. You're right. It's true. Um. So thank you for the question, Haley. Next one comes from Chalfie. When 2019 is a wrap, what game is going to get overlooked but shoot? Now, do you have anything off the top of your head? Because I have a couple, so if you need time to think. Mm, give me time to think. Okay. So the first two that popped in my head is Resident Evil 2, the remake, because that was really, really good and really well done. I think a lot of people were still in the post-holiday uh, funk, if you will, and they had a lot going on that they didn't try it out i feel like not enough people played this that should have mm -hmm. uh, so i think that's gonna get overlooked a lot and there was a beautiful remaster well done looked great sounded great uh, i wish they'd do all the old resident evils in the same style and kind of give them that enhancement uh and then the second one i'm gonna cheat i would give you three so the second one i thought was kingdom hearts 3 um same reasons like i think a lot of people played it but didn't it's it's weird so Kingdom Hearts is tough. And a lot of people ask me, Kevin, should I play Kingdom Hearts? And I'm always like, well, I don't know if you'd like it. Because if you didn't play 1 and 2, I feel like jumping into 3 is a terrible idea. Because the story in Kingdom Hearts is so super convoluted that if you don't <laughs> have that background, it makes zero sense. Um, and they brought the remasters to the PlayStation, but they never brought them over to the Xbox. Yet Kingdom Hearts 3 was available on the Xbox. So I think people got discouraged by the game and stopped playing it when they might have maybe should have given it a better chance, a longer chance. Um, okay. So that one's... Which wasn't a great game, but it was good. And for somebody who had been waiting almost, what, 15 years for the sequel from 2 to 3, that I wanted it so bad that I got it. And then I think a lot of people that said they wanted it didn't end up playing. I think they missed it. And the third one, ironically enough, I'm going to say Apex Legends. I feel Ooh. like for something that, that dropped in February and changed the the mechanics and kind of just the whole game of Battle Royale. Like Everyone's kind of like, we don't need any more Battle Royales. And that came in, and a lot of people like it. Like, a lot of people are into it, which makes sense. And they continuously do things slightly different or slightly better than the competition. 
but I feel like everyone just kind of poo-poos on Battle Royales now that they're not willing to acknowledge that. So I think when you know Game of the Year conversations are being had, I feel like not enough people are going to be talking about Apex Legends as being one of the big releases of this year simply because it's a Battle Royale, not because of its technical prowess, what it did, what it still continues to do as it goes on and evolves. I feel like a lot of people are going to over that. Those would be my three, so I gave you three. Hopefully it's wow. not time. Yeah, well, I've got one. I mean, I, I can think of one. And it's one that I played, and it's called Rage 2. Now, oh, okay. I feel like this is already happening anyways because it didn't come – It didn't come. they did such a bad job of marketing this game in the sense that they did too good of a job because oh, they, so they did a good job marketing it. Yeah. yeah it, but they just lost the tone of the actual game in the marketing. Like they had more fun with the marketing. and. Yeah. It's not a great game, but I'll tell you what, it, it feels good. It's good to play. And I think that it's one of those games that kind of got everyone through that period where there wasn't really much to play at the time. And thank goodness, because I don't think this game would have done great if it released around now, like, you know, yeah. September, oh. November, somewhere in between there. Um, Yeah, so I feel like Rage 2, that's just going to be pretty much have the same legacy that the first rage had which was yeah. it didn't really do anything new and didn't really uh wasn't really memorable uh but it's it's a decent play you know surprisingly i mean i beat it that says something couldn't right. have been horrible so that's yeah good, i would say good. rage 2 i'd say rage 2 for 2019 it's a good one i also forgot about that so sure proves your point right there well, um you. so thank you for that Jaffe. last one comes from mr sean capri like connery hmm <laughs> No, that's not how you say it. No. Sean like Connery, Capri. Sean, Sh- Sean like Connery, Capri like uh, Capri Sun. Mm, that's third pants. Capri Sean. Capri Sean. That's <laughs> the new thing. Sorry, Capri Sean. That's your new name. He <laughs> says the new ukulele game has abandoned its Banjo Kazooie 3D roots and gone 2D like yeah. Donkey Kong Country. What other game should leave its genre? become a better experience he personally thinks mass effect could make a comeback as a top-down party rpg like baldur's gate that's a really good thing mass effect baldur's gate that'd be really cool i'm totally down for that but the uh the ukulele is getting really good previews in this new iteration that's you know basically a rip off donkey kong they're getting good vibes off of that coming out i believe it drops this week um but i've seen some early folks having played it like sean capri and they they all say it's really good so um i'm trying to think i was thinking you know what we really could go for lucas if you took something like mario and gave him like a sports game or maybe like a board game or a turn-based strategy game or a racing game on mobile i'm yeah i think that would be no i'm just kidding no um yeah come on mario you can't have them all no stop it gotta, gotta catch them all um (laughs) mario but no mario but you're collecting all of the animals of the all the mushroom kingdom yep yep um but no my serious answer would be it's been done but it hasn't been done for so long and i brought this up recently that i'd love to see it go back to it is the Mega Man battle network games where it takes Mega Man and made him a turn-based strategy game well kind of turn-based strategy shouldn't say it's turn-based combat kind of i don't know did you play those at all no, no. I'm guessing was... not because you, yeah, it was Game Boy Advance, but you, yeah. you can do those. Um, but they were really cool. It was done where Mega Man is in the, a platformer. You actually were inside like 
this kid's phone. Like every kid had a phone. They had their avatar in the digital world, and it was like their personal assistant. So you had Mega Man, another kid had like Guts Man, and they were all there. Um, but the combat would be your your Mega Man would go into the internet or any like on, and they'd be able to bust viruses as they were going through. So you'd be in a weird top-down map, similar to like a Shadowrun or Baldur's Gate, and you'd run around. And when you encounter an enemy, it turned into like Final Fantasy style, where it was you'd face off against the opponent, and you'd each take turns doing combat. But okay. you could move up and down like on a grid. It's like a nine by nine by nine grid, maybe, or nine by six grid. And you move around, you'd be able to use special abilities, and you have things like your buzzsaw, your gutsman, like things, your fireman's flamethrower. Like you still have those different abilities you can get from other people by using chips. Um, so it's kind of like a pseudo card battling and action turn-based combat. It's really weird. It's this really unique thing. But they did like, I want to say like five or six on Game Boy. Like they were, they did a ton of them, and I really, really enjoyed those games. Like they had a good story. It was definitely a different mechanic. I'd love to see that come back. So that's my specific answer. Instead of taking, you know, they did it, but they went back to Mega Man being what it was, and I'd love to see it. So much fun with those games. It'd be really good on Switch. I think it'd be a great fit. Nice, nice answer. I like that. I I think my answer's answer is going to be controversial here. Ooh. And I don't even know if I think it's a good idea, but I think <laughs> like, I don't even know if I want it. I think it's an interesting idea though. Okay. I think The Legend of Zelda should be a turn-based RPG. Okay. C- could be a turn-based RPG. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that you could see it has the it has the benefit of having um, a lot of different characters with a lot of different races. There's a lot of lore to the world, which would really slow the game down and allow you to uh, experience more of that lore. I feel like it's a little bit more acceptable in an RPG than it is mm. in an action-oriented game. Yeah. And so, I mean, could you? I mean, you could have Zelda and Link up there on the battlefield, side by side duking it out against i don't know some final fantasy looking boss or whatever ganon you know they're little chibi sprites and ganon's like the huge takes up like <laughs> half the screen no it you doesn't have to go all the tactics yeah i was gonna say uh it doesn't have to be that uh old school right. but I, I don't know i think that could be cool that could uh, work i mean it they, worked they, for they, mario right and they did what final fantasy was it warriors not Final Fantasy, Legend of Zelda Warriors, yeah. Hyrule Warriors. So they already did. So they, they the hack and slash, you could still take those same characters and put it into that style, and that would be cool. Like, you could have the archer characters, like the distant characters. You have the mages, you have hand-to-hand yeah. combat, like Link and you, stuff, like Gorons. That'd be great. All the items can become um, yeah. unlockable feats or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you can use an arrow, or you can use bow and arrows, or you have bombs as part of your magic set. And it has magic. That's is yeah. established as well, so you could have fire spells and wind and all that other stuff. So I think there's a lot there. Um, they have dragons. There's those dragons yeah. there too. I mean, you have everything you need for an RPG. Make it so. I'm, I'm, like I'm, I'm I've convinced myself. So if you're not you convinced. You talked yourself into it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go code it right now. Okay. Well, can as you soon as I, with the show? Soon, well, I have like, to learn it, how to code as well. Well, that's true. I'll say if you can get more minutes, we can finish the show. Then you can go ahead and start coding. Okay. Okay. Yes, I can wait a few more minutes. Okay, cool. So so thank you for presenting your questions. (laughs) You can always send them to us in the good old Discord or tweet it as at PSVG or at PSVG Kevin, and we will address them on the show for you. So thanks, everybody. But it's time to check out the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard. 
And this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. Lucas, sir, hit us yeah. up first. Okay. Uh, I'll hit you with the real short one first. And that's, uh, there's an Overwatch novel on the way. Now, this isn't big news, but I think it's interesting news. Do you think this is a, before we talk about it, do you think on the surface level, is this a good idea? Yes. I think video game novels tend to do pretty well. If not for the mainstream, but you have like the Halo ones, you have uh, World of Warcraft has a whole bunch, don't they? Like they, they yeah. have these things. It's a cool add on for people that are into that genre. So I'm not against it at all now. Yeah, exactly. And I, a lot of the times they tend to be pretty good. So this one, uh, this novel that's on the way is the first of many planned, apparently. I mean, you have one for every character, basically. And it is about, uh, oh boy, I'm going to, Ariza, the the robot, and the yeah. little girl who pilots her named Effie Oladell. I have no clue if that's how you say that, but uh, I am somewhat familiar with the backstory of of this girl who creates this robot to fight the um, it's like the oppression or the rebellion or the rebels that are rising up and causing chaos in her homeland. Rebels. Yeah. Rebel scum. Right. And uh, and I, I thought that was a really cool backstory. But when you play the game, that's really all it is, is like you get that little nugget of information and that's that but here they're going to explore that and i think that that's a really good story hook to to turn into what could be a really good novel Hmm. so um i am kind of interested in this it does go on to say this article does go on to say that uh uh, lucio will be in the uh story as well as doomfist that was the he was the leader of the uh, of the people who attacked her uh, village or whatever so yeah i don't know i think it's kind of cool i really yeah. always appreciated the uh the stories the the videos the shorts yeah. that they, they released you know it always made me want to play the game and then i'd play it and i was terrible so i'd <laughs> shelve it I'm again i'm terrible at it too yeah i think that's really cool so i agree more for the people more for the fans kyle um, will read it he probably has it pre-ordered it's not published until may of 2020 by the way so okay. we've got some time Kyle's probably still writing it. He's, he's actually offering it. We didn't know that. You stole my story. I wasn't ready to announce yet, guys. That was a Patreon exclusive. Or Patreon.com slash PSVG. No, just kidding. Nice. Um, so Apex Legends, uh, some data mining has been going on since the new season came out because, of course, that's a thing that happens all the time now. Yeah, and I don't understand a, that. Just on a side note. I don't know how they, but they do it. Or, like, you think these games, they especially like Fortnite, they do it all the time with Fortnite, they do it all the time with this, but there's such like every week. Why don't you just yeah. wait till closer to when you're going to unveil and patch that in? But I don't know. I'm not a game coder. As we stated, we don't know how to code, Lucas, so maybe it's there's true. a thing. I don't know. It's true. I bought my book on Amazon, though, so tomorrow I'll know. There you go. Perfect. Um, but somebody somebody did some hacking, and they, they found a, a spooky Halloween event might be coming to Apex Legends. Uh, Fright or Flight. Um, mm which will be pretty cool in a new game mode called Shadowfall. So Shadowfall is is slated to be a free-for-all solo mode, same as the regular base game is now. Actually, no, solo mode, so you're, not, you're in teams of three, so you're all by yourself, where spiders will jump out of loot boxes, and players that are killed will resurrect into extremely fast-running zombies that will try and attack the surviving players. Whoa. So instead of being the last man standing in this game, you got to make it to the last ten, and then survive long enough for the dropship to come in and rescue you. So a very different turn on how this game works entirely. 
Um, and there's a video clip in this thing that I that I sent you to where it shows the zombie emotion at the bottom. Yeah, I see um, that. Where it, it is it is super quick. So that's gonna be interesting to see like how those things move around. I'm like that that's gonna be tricky. But yeah, so no surprise there'll be Halloween skins, which they didn't give much details on that. But it seems like some very cool Halloween events are heading to Apex Legends, which would be kind of cool. And then potentially uh, a teaser for a new um, legend for next season. Because they always seem to start teasing who's going to be next in the season before. But that's months and months away from now. But yeah, creepy stuff. Some spooky stuff heading your way to Apex Legends. I love spoopy stuff. Spoopy. Spoopy. That's cool. I like when they do that stuff, by the way. And I I mean, it helps that I like Halloween. Like, it's great. It's a great, it's a good aesthetic. I think I will apply some of those principles to my house for the rest of the year. (laughs) Um, So, I think you and I were pretty excited when there was this rumor about a leaked Fallout Legacy collection, which was going to contain what, well, at least I didn't know for sure, but I assumed it was probably Fallout to Fallout 3. Mm-hmm. Or and Fallout New Vegas, Ugh. yeah. Way to not d- go with the number numbering scheme, I know, jerks. Right? Uh, so yeah, existence is confirmed, containing Fallout, Fallout 2, Fallout Tactics, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, and Fallout 4. In addition mm-hmm. to all the associated DLC for all of those games. That's a lot. That is a yes. lot of stuff. Yes. Fallout 3 alone had, like... So much. So much stuff. It was all so good. It was all so good, too. Yeah, I only played... I remember uh, The Pit. I played The Pit, and I really oh, yeah, liked yeah. that one. Dude, there was... Every DLC was great, in, in both that and in New Vegas. Both a great DLC. Uh, so, yes. So cool. So cool. And then it goes on to be unfortunately confirmed that this is only going to be available in the UK and Germany by Bethesda UK. Yep. on twitter the most twitter is the most validated source that there is so, <laughs> right uh yeah it comes out on october 25th but only for those two um uh regions so i mean we talked about before the show we have ways of yep. playing all of these games not fallout 3 i'd have to break out my xbox 360 and and get all that back up and running but i don't know the idea of having this collection would go on sale at some point, right? And then yeah. getting all that DLC, I would totally be in for buying all of that for, yeah. you know, goes on sale for $15, $20. It's all in one space. I know exactly where to get it. Yep. But why UK and, and Germany only? Is there a reason that you know of that they would only do that there? No idea. No idea. So I'm, I'm hoping that it's just a delayed announcement, like because it really doesn't make sense. You don't typically hear of games especially like flagship games being sold in, you know, Southeast Asia or, you know, this was going to, to Ireland. It's a yeah. U.S. only. Like you don't hear that. So this is very, very strange. And I'm wondering, I don't know if this coding thing, I don't know if they have a, sp- a different team working on it so they don't need to translate all the other languages. But typically the overseas ones have all the different language options. Anyway, it's only U.S. because we're lazy. That's like, this game only comes in English because we're American. We only speak <laughs> yeah, American. Exactly. Um, Learn our language or leave. Yeah, so like I don't, it doesn't. I can't think of any reason why they're doing this unless it's just to test the waters. But like you said, the price point, even at the full price point, was what about the equivalent of forty-five dollars? We heard that's still insane for the amount of stuff you get. Yeah. In this package is nuts. Fallout, Fallout Four is still being sold right. for that much. So yeah, I don't know. 
It's a damn shame, Lucas. You know what? You know what's even more of a damn shame? They didn't include Fallout 76 in the in the legacy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess no, no, that's no, no, the no. US game. You, you missed you, you misspoke. Fallout 76 is a damn shame. That's what that's what you meant to say. Not that it wasn't included, just that it is a damn Dude, shame. Dude, best opening to a game I've ever played. I got to test uh, I got to take uh, water samples. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. I I did Skinny Matt's job basically. No, he tests urine and poop. Is that what he Oh. That's why his hands always smell funny. <laughs> More than just his hands. <laughs> hey. hey, hey, hey I don't right? even know what's going on so yeah really really big disappointment that that stinks get out of here with that nonsense you silly it does so donnie sent this next story over and i thought i had different news for you but then i realized the chart i was going to reference is also in this article but our good friend <laughs> our good friend ninja you know he's he's over there doing a mixer got yeah. a big story over the summer mixing um, it up, i will say, say it's true it's true are, are you a a viewer of of the masked singer lucas at all? Uh, I know what I know what you're referring to, but okay. no, I, I'm not. But I have seen the clip, and I know so what he. Most I, importantly, I know what he dressed up as. Yes, a giant ice cream cone, which was very <laughs> Fortnite-esque. It was it was funny. Uh, but yeah, Ninja did participate in the mass singer, so I do have to notice that that is a brave thing to do. I will give him credit there. Uh, I mean, terrible, horrible rendition of Old Town Road, which isn't a hard song to to really do karaoke anyway. But yet he he. He made it hard to do. Ruined it somehow. <laughs> he was voted out in the first week, so that, that tells you something there. But uh, anyway, numbers are starting to come out, and he's not making the impact that at least the media was expecting. I don't want to say Microsoft, because Microsoft seems to know a lot of things, and they keep a lot of things guarded. Like, you look at when Game Pass was first announced, everyone's like, this doesn't make sense, or how does this work? And developers were concerned about how they were going to get paid, but yet Game Pass continues to explode and get bigger and bigger. They know what they're doing, clearly. But Mixer only saw a slight growth from... So Ninja launched into Mixer in August. Uh, previously, Mixer viewers... Uh, total hours watched were around 37 million. It only went up to 40 million with the transition over of Ninja. So not a huge mm. jump when you look at that. But the bigger story is that Twitch grew almost 100 million hours in that same month that Ninja left. Wow. Which that doesn't make sense to me. But yet it's there. Uh, now in September, numbers always drop because kids go back to school. So viewership of all the streaming services, Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, Facebook gaming, yeah, they all go down. Because that. Anyway, that makes sense to me. But to see, you know, the exact numbers here, these numbers that are dropped or, you know, Twitch is just I knew more people watch Twitch than Mixer, but I didn't know it was this much. Like it's almost a 900 million hour difference in the month of August. Like yeah. that is mind blowing. People watch more YouTube gaming than they watch Mixer, which that I thought was nuts because they they pretty much abandoned YouTube gaming. Like now it's just regular YouTube, but people watching it more than than Mixer. Um, and Facebook is even creeping up on that. So Facebook, um, Facebook gaming had 37 million hours in August, and Mixer had 40 million. And now in September, Facebook continues to grow, and it has 50 million when Mixer dropped to 29 million. So Mixer's numbers just aren't really lining up. I think the way they have there. But the big thing is I think it's expected. Uh, you know, you're going to see a slight boom mixer. Like, here's the biggest thing is you got to stop trying to compare mixer to Twitch. At least for right now, it's not going to be anywhere close for a long time. I think we all know that. So it's, it's a long game that they're trying to play out. But I wouldn't have expected Ninja's numbers to gain like 25% market share over what they had. There's just no way it was going to happen. But he likely has 
you know, a multi-year deal. I don't think Microsoft got him to jump for Twitch for like a one-year contract. Like he had a big money thing or a longevity thing where he knew he wasn't going to have to wait for months because that check cleared for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't need to worry about anything. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's a little bit uh, disheartening, I guess. As much, as much as I don't like the guy, I was kind of rooting for him to be able to do something with Mixer because I do like Mixer. That's where I'm torn here. Um, and I was kind of hoping he would make a bigger change, but Mixer's still the smallest uh, streaming platform out there with only 3.2% of the market share. Well, I don't understand. Like the few times I've used Mixer, it seems really good, you know, really smooth. Uh, you know, Twitch isn't that bad either, but uh, I really like the interface and it just, I don't know, it seemed really smooth, I guess is the it best is. way to. I don't understand what the big is it because you have to have a Microsoft account or something that people don't like it? I mean, maybe I I just think it's more the kids know Twitch so they stick with Twitch. It's like look at all the kids that still play Fortnite, look at all the kids that still play Minecraft just because they don't know what else is out there. And I think that's why Microsoft was like let's grab Ninja because he can get those kids to experience it, which he did a little bit. But I think the kids are looking at like well I follow 20 people on Twitch I'm not gonna go just watch one person on Mixer and I think that's really what it is is that they thought Ninja was going to be a blow to Twitch. And I think even Twitch thought that probably they were going to lose a ton of viewership, but the other people they have on Twitch seem to make up that difference. I mean, I guess maybe they were looking at it like it was a TV show. You know, another another yeah. place picks it up and then all those people continue to watch, but but it didn't really happen the way that they thought it was going to. And I don't know. I, I, I hope Microsoft is getting what they think they thought they were going to get out of it. You know, I guess it's the only thing that I can say because – it seems like it didn't really do anything, but no. And it's surprising too. So like when gears launched, he naturally was like the first person that got to stream gears of war. Like, cause he got ahead of time. Like, so there was cross promotion there, yeah. but even that he didn't play it for that long. He was like right back to Fortnite. Cause that's what everybody well, watches him play. I mean, the audience I see for gears, I, I just don't feel like they're watching people stream gears. You know, if I, if I'm going right. to play gears, I'm just going to wait until it comes out. Yeah. years uh yeah, yeah he, played, he played the whole campaign on stream and i'm like that's the last thing i'd want to see because i i want to play gears for the story i want to exactly. see what happened next like it's a little weird um but i think we'll see more and hopefully he plays a bigger part in the launch of the next xbox like i think maybe that's where the play is going to be where right now they're just trying to figure it out and then he's going to be a major player in that i feel but who knows it'll be interesting to see because it's what this is like the first deal of that type right absolutely yeah so he's the first one that got the kind of deal for sure interesting time will tell time will tell what else you got uh my last bit of news for this episode is something that brought a smile to my face i am so excited red dead redemption 2 is coming to pc and google stadia but uh soon (laughs) soon oh thanks for the auto oh my gosh autoplay stop it uh yeah, I'm so excited for this because I was really disheartened. I guess I should have seen it coming because Grand Theft Auto 5, four, five was five. the same way. Didn't yeah, come to PC. While. But we knew. We knew it was coming to PC. They just That's were true. like, hey, it's going to take a long time. Uh, and they did take their time and they got it right. Rockstar did and bringing over Grand Theft Auto 5. Mm-hmm. So to not really know quite yet whether or not red dead redemption 2 was coming to pc was kind of like for me it was just kind of like mm, it probably isn't you know if they're not announcing it now i don't know why they would bother to wait right um but apparently there were rumors 
that 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 this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that it would eventually come to PC. So you know, but rumors are rumors. You know, whatever. There's rumors about everything. You want something to happen, you can probably find a rumor for it. Um, Rockstar. Rumor has it. The only words of that song. Rockstar says the PC version of the of Red Dead 2 will feature improvements to take advantage of the hardware. Oh, the hardware. You mean the obviously way better than any <laughs> Xbox or PlayStation hardware? Is that what unless, you're saying? Un, unless you're talking about my computer, because then you're they're they're I talking guess. like five percent of most people's PCs. Right. Uh, they're like ray tracing. That's all they're talking about. It's mm-hmm. like ah, if you have ray tracing, uh. So screenshots and system requirements for PC version will be shared on October 9th. Who cares? Beyond a better looking game, there will also be new content in the story mode. Nice. That's it consists cool. of new bounty hunting missions, gang hideouts, weapons, and more in quotation marks. So pretty much stuff I probably won't experience because I'll be like, gosh, this game is long. I just want to finish it. Skin. Um, Here's a new hat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thanks. You can play poker for forever. Uh, apparently, it's coming to Steam later, though. So if you buy, if you buy it, I would assume like pre-order it through GameStop or or Best Buy or something. Then you then you get it before the digital version through Steam. So something to note there. Well, they also have their own launcher now, so you can pre-order it through there. So I think that's what it is. They're trying to get their money before oh, giving it yeah. to Steam. That's a good and if point. And if you pre-order it now, too. So if you install the Steam launcher, not Steam launcher, sorry, the Rockstar launcher, you get um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for free. But if you pre-order Red Dead Redemption 2, you get another two games for free, which you can pick from Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, uh, Bully, Scholarship Edition, L.A. Noir, Complete Edition, or Max Payne 3, the Complete Edition. So you, you mm. do get some goodies if you pre-order digital through Rockstar. So it's kind of cool. Kind of, except for the whole another launcher thing. Well, we talked about this. It's not a big deal. It isn't a big deal, but <laughs> when the publishers, I don't. Okay, just quickly. I agree. The when publishers the publishers are, have them, that's bad. I yeah. I don't understand that. Your game you don't is, like you play. You don't like Ubisoft. I don't. You know, you play is probably the better the one out of all of them. Really? I think it's okay. better. Better right. setup. Better okay. setup. Bethesda's is just basically Blizzard's. Yes. Um. I guess yeah, actually Blizzard would probably I don't know. I don't know. They're all Who horrible. cares? Who cares? I my computer has eighty thousand things running at any one time and let's face it, Chrome tabs. Chrome tabs are taking like all of the memory there ever was. So mm-hmm. you wanna you wanna point at something, point at Chrome. That one's terrible. But I remember when Chrome was the best browser and it didn't use up any resources. <laughs> now we're all wanting to get out of it. <laughs> we're like, yeah. I need anything other than Chrome. Microsoft Edge, I'll install that too late it comes pre-installed uh really excited for red dead redemption on pc i know i'm like in the minority here because you've got every system known to man but uh some of us poor people you know we have to wait for them to announce it on pc well i mean i got my xbox used from josh so living that high life (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so i don't i don't have all the monies though either but yeah fair enough um so we're, we're gonna have some fun with this last one here lucas so before I get to the last article, let's talk about the subject of the last article, and that's Pokemon. Now, oh I, I know you saw in the Discord, there was a whole big hullabaloo going on a few days ago where they decided to stream Pokemon for 24 hours or 48 hours. I don't even know how long it was. I think they, it was 24 hours. They played a 24-hour uh, video file. It was 24 hours long. and they Right, just... <laughs> which everyone thought they were streaming Pokemon, which technically they were, but it wasn't the game at all. It was a, a single shot of a forest. 
and it played some creepy ambient noise and occasionally you'd hear a noise you're like oh, is that a pokemon and you looked and you might have saw like the tail of a pokemon yeah. quickly disappear yeah. and people watched all day all day and eventually i think the big deal was they saw a pony that was a unicorn now cool that that seems to be the highest level of trolling i think i've ever seen a nintendo company not really Nintendo, but game freak like that was horrible that's the worst troll ever they spent time making this video that's the saddest part that's true too it's probably interns let's be honest they didn't pay him yeah that's true that's true but but so so that wasn't the best pokemon news this week for me lucas it was the new introduction of pokemon known as phantom terrible name phantom is a pretty cool pokemon he's he's like a black ghost that has a tree for a head he's a ghost grass type pokemon and it's october so it's a great time to announce it yeah but let's let's talk about what this pokemon is every pokemon has a backstory like pikachu he's an electric mouse he's really cute you know well This Pokemon is actually the ghost of a dead child. So (laughs) Phantom is a ghost of a child who was alone and got lost and then died. Oh, so that's right, everybody. Get your Pokeball ready, kids. And don't think about the child probably died of exposure, had a family that was looking for him. It was probably a big thing all over the news. There's probably a cold case file thing on, on Netflix original series about what happened to this kid. He's now Pokemon inside your Pokeball. You make him fight little Pikachus for your enjoyment. That's evil, dude. That's evil. That's horrible. And the fact that there, the more there are out in the world means there's more dead kids. That's mm-hmm. like. Also, I don't want to get into like the the whole how does this work, but I didn't think people could become Pokemon. How does Thank that you. work? Right. I, I don't understand that at all. Now they're just coming up with. There's no rules to this world. Mm-hmm. This is yep. depressing. It's terrible. Look at there's a picture right here. There's six dead kids I'm looking at with stumps on their head. Yes, yes. Wow. And the worst and the worst part is, is this isn't even a new Pokemon for like the new game. This is from before. And now like the Pokedex is trying to change the story and say it's an unknown spirit now. But it's out there. No, we knew what it was. Now we know. We, dead kids. Dead kids. Wow. It's, it's terrible. If you if you buy Pokemon, you're approving of dead children. It's true. <laughs> I, I mean, what else? What else what about, can I say? What about these people that buy two copies of Sword and Shield? You're twice as horrible. You want two dead kids. You have dead twins. It's terrible. Wow. What I never knew Pokemon was so dark. Right? Yeah, you have the creepy pastas, and you think about that, like the 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 Violet Town that. that oh yeah, the song. That, kids like those things. Yeah. This is worse. This is worse than that. This is this worse. Is, this than is. That. If my if parents start complaining about kids playing Pokemon again and they point to this right here, I'll say, you're right. You know what? You're right. Take them away. Take away all the games because yeah. there's dead why children. Why are politicians that's... talking about this? Why Why isn't like the, the Congress all up in arms about mass shooters? It's because, well, they were playing Pokemon. They wanted to catch more of these Phantoms. Terrible name. <laughs> I had a case of the Phantoms last night. <laughs> Is that like when you think you go to the bathroom and then nothing comes out? Uh, dude, that really does happen sometimes. There's no pleasure we, in that. No, I think we need to stop here. I, th- I think we've we've gone too far. Okay, hold on. No one can say that Phantom is their favorite Pokemon in, at all. Never. I'm gonna. We're gonna put out a poll. We'll find out. <laughs> why? Why is Phantom your favorite <laughs> Pokemon? Yes. Two hundred uh, words or less. 
Yep. Go. Yep. We're doing we're doing that. Oh, Just gosh. like the John Leguizamo at the end of last week's show, I'm doing this one now. This is the next one. Nice. Um nice. so that that wraps up this week's show, everybody. We thought you ha- hope you have some fun and laughs at our ex- expense, I guess, because we're mm. Yeah, we're buffoons. We just do this. Um, Lucas, where can people find you? Oh boy, that's a good question. Where can people find me? I'm usually like right now. Like oh, right, right now. now, where can people find you? In my mom's basement. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'm on Discord. I, I hang around there. Just tag me. I'll see. I'll see what you're talking about. Uh, I also am on Twitter at heavy metal underscore riff. You can tag me there too. Lots of people do. It's great. We have a good old laugh. And, uh, yeah, I do another podcast. I've talked about it before. Flexpost, check it out. Or right. don't. I don't care. I'm yeah. I'm fixing to be on PSVG Prime. Or, I mean, Prime. Uh, DLC. This is... Where am I? Where am I right now? What's going on? The problem is I thought I was on PSVG DLC and I had eight tequilas before coming on the show. Tonight? That explains a lot. It does. It does. Yeah, but, yeah, that's everything. Um, you can follow the show overall. Head on over to psvg.blog to find the links to all the things, the Patreon, the Discord, each individual podcast feed. Some bit of news, though, Lucas. Yeah. Next week, episode yes. 200, man. Episode yeah, that's 200. pretty crazy. I've been here for crazy. every single one of them. It's true. You just didn't have your mic on most of the time, but that's it's right. fine. You're, you're here now, and that's what matters. It's true. So we are fixing to have a special guest return yet again. Yes. If schedules align and nothing happens, but I'll, I'll say it anyway, which is going to entirely jinx it, and then he won't be able to make it. Mr. <laughs> Justin Warner from Food Network and Marvel will be on the show with us next Thursday as we record. So you hear it next Monday for episode 200 extravaganza. So if you want to send in on the Discord, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know. Um, I expect a lot of food-related questions coming our way next week, Lucas, so you better be prepared. I'm always prepared for food. I mean, Not to eat it, to talk about it. Well, I guess you can talk better- about what you're eating. I was going to say, if there's if there's going to be talk about food, I have to bring food because I'm going to be hungry. And nothing sounds better than somebody eating something on a podcast. So Yeah. We'll change what you play into what you eat in next mm. week. Mm. The reason why I like hamburgers is because they're so good. Mm. <laughs> hamburgers versus chicken sandwiches. <laughs> um, why not both? <laughs> at the same time. My mouth isn't big enough. All right, that's enough. We're out here, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. But most importantly, we ask, as always, that you never stop gaming.